Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. of the On the 50-Yard Line podcast, where we take a look at uh, what went down on the, in the Savannah football scene last week and take a look going forward to see what the top teams in the area have going. Uh, last, last week, uh, Benedictine closed out their regular season with their eighth straight win after opening, with two, opening the year with two losses. The cadets rolled to a 58-13 win over Islands. They had, they had already clinched the region 3-4A title, but this just kind of put a put the exclamation point on the on the regular season for them. It was uh, another great game for senior Justin Thomas, who's headed to UGA on a baseball scholarship as a center fielder. Uh, he showed he can also get it done on the football field once again, rushing for 62 yards and a pair of touchdowns on just 11 carries. He also had three receptions for 73 yards and two more scores. He now has 27 touchdowns in 10 games on the season, and he needs just 24 yards rushing in the first playoff game to reach 1,000 on the year. Auburn commit Holden Gurner rallied from a slow start to the game to complete 15 of 26 passes for 190 yards with the three touchdowns. In addition to the two to JT, he also hit Luke Sophomore Luke Cromenhoek, who's his backup at quarterback and uh, doubles as a wide receiver. He had scored on a nice slant pattern. Gurner now has 2,186 yards passing on the season with 21 touchdowns and just two interceptions, having another great year. Uh, Zaquan Bryan, the, the junior wide receiver who's having a breakout season, had seven catches for 69 yards. He now has 64 on the year for 905 yards with seven receiving scores on the season. Senior linebacker Holden Sapp, he has a real knack for, for finding the end zone. He had his fifth pick of the season this year, and uh, he ran it back for his third pick six of the year. Uh, the kid has really just been dominating this season for, for the cadets, and uh, and they look forward to to having him on the defensive side of the ball for this playoff run coming up. BC moved up in the uh, AJC rankings to number two in the state among class 4A teams. They will host the loser of Thomas County Central and Doherty on November 12th. They have a bye in this last last week of the season. All the teams in uh, region region 3-4A have byes. Another great game last week was was one I covered. Uh, Jenkins came roaring back from a 22-point deficit midway through the first quarter. Everything they touched to start the game went wrong. But they came back to beat New Hampstead 34-28 and clinch a number two seed at a Region 3-4A and a home game in the first round of the playoffs. 
Junior running back Josh Pridgen had a career night, rushing for 214 yards and three scores. He's now up to 917 yards and 11 touchdowns on the year. This kid's got a great combination of of speed and power, and uh, he really, really put the game away in the second half for Jenkins, helped put it away with, with some great blocking up front from Larry Johnson, a 330, 6'7", 330-pound senior. He got an offer from Edward Waters after the game, as did Ashton Jackson, another uh, lineman for Jenkins. Line, junior linebacker Tavian Gadsden had five tackles and a sack on the night. Jelani Simmons and Keyshawn Leggett both had big interceptions. And uh, sophomore quarterback Jeremiah James was very efficient, completing seven of nine passes for 136 yards. Trey Brown, the senior, lightning quick receiver out there. He had three catches for 108 yards, including a 69-yard touchdown catch down the right sideline that that uh, was pivotal in the second half. Jenkins has this week off and will host the winner of Thomas County Central and Doherty on November 12th. The other uh, game that we covered last week was was Johnson dominating in a 48 to nothing win over Savannah High. Keon Edwards, the quarterback for Johnson, he had five touchdowns, three of them to Ted Hurst as he was seven of eight on the night for 116 yards. Hurst had four catches for 65 yards and the hat trick with touchdowns, while John Pendergraf had three catches for 51 yards and a pair of scores. Junior running back Amarion Scott had a big game rushing for 159 yards and a touchdown on eight carries. Now Johnson plays Beach Friday night at Memorial. If the Adam Smashers can pull out the win over the Bulldogs, they will clinch the number three seed uh, outright. Windsor Forest plays Savannah High Friday night. If they both win, Johnson Johnson gets that uh, number three seed thanks to a 26-6 win they had over the Knights on October 22nd. Now before we go to our to our on the 50 yard line interview with Jenkins coach Tony Welsh, just wanted to to give a little sh- a little shout out to our coverage here and uh, hopefully get some subscriptions from the readers out there. If you want to know what's the latest on Georgia, the Georgia Southern football team, well today there's there's rumors that Clay Helton, the former USC coach, might might land the job in Statesboro. If that's the case, you you want to read uh, Nathan Dominus's coverage of Georgia Southern. He also does a great job covering Savannah State. Uh, so we have you covered for all the local college teams. And when it comes to high school sports, we also have you covered with uh, with a group of freelancers and and my own coverage of football and and all the all the different sports on the high school scene. If you aren't a subscriber yet, now's a good time to try us out. You can get full access to our digital content for a dollar a month for the next six months. Go to savannahnow.com forward slash subscribe now to sign up. And now here's our on the 50 yard line interview, which we had to do in the the new Jenkins basketball gym last week because of weather. It was rainy weather that day. We talked with Tony Welch and and he's the uh, former Memorial Day and Savannah High coach who went back to coaches alma mater of Claxton for four years before returning to Savannah. This is his first year at Jenkins, and it looks like he has the Warriors back on the right track for uh, after in his first year at the helm. 
head coach at Jenkins. He's uh, got a lot of Savannah roots dating back to his days of Memorial Day when he and uh, he and Coach Thompson won a bunch of Giza titles. Yes, then some time at Savannah High where he led the Blue Jackets in 2016 to their first playoff appearance in 23 years. Then he went back to his alma mater of Claxton, coached for four years. Now he's back here at Jenkins, uh, coaching coaching the Warriors. So, uh, Coach uh, Coach Welch, what's it been like the transition coming back to Savannah and taking over at Jenkins this year? We're just uh, implementing my style of play. Uh, we like to run the ball. We've been doing more passing than we need to, so we back to the grind. We played well over the last couple of weeks, but uh, just getting the kids to understand, you know. They've had three head coaches in uh, four years. So uh, they're selling in, we're playing good football, and we where we want to be at the end of the season, we got an opportunity to win and uh, host the first uh, first round of the state playoff, and that's what you want. You want to be home in that first round. Exactly. Well, hey, you've uh, you've had a lot of stuff to deal with this year. You don't have a practice field. Going over to Memorial's not a bad right. bad uh, situation, though. Um, and you've had to deal with some COVID issues. What's, what's it been like? Dealing with all this kind of it's, it's, it's football stuff, you know. It's like if a sudden change in, in football, fumble, uh, block punt, kick ran back. You know, as a team, we just got to be ready. We got to adjust. So there's no difference in if they're gonna have a, a middle school game at Memorial where we practice at, or they got a spiral semifinals that we got to find another field and go to. So it's like we're on our toes and our guys are adjusting. And I said, if you can deal with the stuff outside. A football, you definitely deal with stuff inside of football. Well, I know one of the strengths of the team this year is that offensive line with Ashton Jackson and Larry Johnson, two 300-pound, uh, very good athletes that are getting some college offers. What, what's impressed you most about about the development of the team this year? Well, one of the things is we, because of Ashton's injury, we just had him for the last two games, and uh, so he brings the leadership back to the team not only on the offensive line, but the overall team. Uh, Trey Brown is, 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 is taking on the leadership role and playing well for us. And so he can, he plays on both sides of the ball. He's probably one of the better athletes in, in the uh, Savannah and in the state. So we just, we, we just gotta play solid football. I, you heard me a number of times, they tell you that it comes down to who blocks and tackles the best. You know, I don't care how many different formations, different defensive schemes. If you tackle well and you block well, you're going to win. Well, it's going to be a challenge on Friday night at Pooler. You're going against a New Hampshire team that's 7-2. and two. we got a number two seed on the line, which would mean a home playoff game. What do you expect, uh, or what impresses you about New Hampshire, and what do you expect in this matchup? Well, they're a well-coached team. they got numbers like we do. they got athletes. You know, uh, I just want our guys to come out. Both teams will be home because nobody wants to go on the road the first round. Yeah. So you got an opportunity to stay home. Our guys is eager about staying home, so hey, let's go out and win this third game in a row. And we'll be playing home next week out the next. You know. Okay, coach. Well, best of luck Friday night. Sounds good. Okay. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula.
Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.